0: This is Pet Life Radio. Let's Talk Pets. Hello and welcome to Six Figure Dog Business. This is your host, Ty Brown of PetLifeRadio.com and TyTheDogGuy.com. Now, this is the show where we help you start or grow your pet-related, dog-related business to a healthy six-figure per year or more income. Today, I shall be interviewing myself. I do a bunch of these episodes. Sometimes I interview other people. Sometimes I just take a topic and teach concepts about it. But today, I'm going to be interviewing myself, and it is going to be about what is your offering. This is super important. This is what you need to do before any Facebook ads, before any Google ads, before any stuff like that, is answer this question. So stick right with us. We'll be right back.
1: Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com
0: Okay, we're back. And today, like I said, I will be interviewing myself. I am Ty Brown of TyTheDogGuy.com. Now, I'm writing up a new consulting program that I'm going to start doing with some businesses here. And I was reminded of some things and have been going through some things that I, I thought to myself, you know what, this would be a great episode. And this single episode could be of enormous, immense value to business owners all over, whether you know, it's pet related or not. Because I find that when people look to grow their business, they start in the wrong spot. They start with the shiny object. And so what I mean by that is, is there's often shiny objects in marketing. So, oh, I don't know, like I remember years ago, the shiny object was SEO, which is search engine optimization. Which is how you get, you know, Google to find your website and give you, you know, send you traffic and stuff like that. And that was like a big thing years ago. And that was the shiny object. Hey, do SEO, do SEO. And SEO is fantastic. It's wonderful. You absolutely should be doing SEO. But if that's where you're starting your business growth, you'll waste time and you'll waste money. Google ads came after that, you know, or before the same time, whatever. But Google ads, you know, those are the ads when you type, you know, dog trainers in Des Moines, Iowa or whatever, you know, you're going to see ads and stuff like that. And that was like a shiny object. People are like, ooh, this is what's going to help my business grow. And Google ads are fantastic. I do them. They're wonderful. I do SEO. I do Google ads. Like you should be doing those things. But if you don't do this one thing, if you don't figure out your offering first, it's like you're lighting your money on fire. Now today, I'm you know recording this in 2017. The big thing that you see everywhere is, is Facebook and social media traffic. You know, Get traffic to your website through Facebook or Twitter or Pinterest or Instagram or whatever. Get traffic there. Get traffic there. Again, wonderful thing to do, but if you're starting there, you're going to be lighting your money on fire. (laughs) And and like I say, the reason why I'm saying that is because almost so few businesses have their offering nailed down. Now, when I say your offering, because oftentimes people could say, all right, what's an offering? Your offering is the answer to this fundamental question. And if you need to pause this, and come back, you know, grab a pen or whatever, do so. Because this is like the question that could change your business. And so here it is, simple. Why should a customer, why should customers drive much further and pay more money to work with you rather than one of your competitors? Now, if you're a veterinarian's office, a pet store, dog trainer, pet sitter, dog walker, groomer, this question goes for all of you. Why should somebody drive further and spend more money to work with you rather than somebody else? And like I say, the answer is your offering. And your offering essentially is what's different about you, what's unique about you, what's special about you, such that somebody should want to do that. They would want to, you know, they would say, I don't care if there's 10 pet stores between me and this pet store. I need to go to that one or 10 veterinarian's office or, or there's dog trainers that are closer to me or there's dog groomers that are closer to me. What's different about yours such that people should want to go there and not only go there, but spend more money? And like I say, I think a lot of people believe that they have the answer to this question, but oftentimes they don't, number one. And number two, even if they think they do, they're often not communicating it to the public. And so let me kind of get into this here. You've got to define, I'm going to give you a six-step process. Let me just jump right into that. I'm going to give you a six-step process so that you can uncover what's different about you. If you already think that you know this, That's fine. Maybe you do because there are some businesses that have really nailed this down. But even if you already think that you know this, I'm going to encourage you to kind of just like have a clean slate mind for the next few minutes because this is the point when I'm consulting with businesses where I often get the most like resistance because a lot of businesses that I consult with, they're like, they're doing fine or maybe even well. And so they believe that they've done a good job with this. I find that with my business, I have to revisit this all the time. Even though we are doing well, I find that I always have to revisit this and tweak it and change it and stuff like that. But I always get resistance because people think that they're doing it well. So I would encourage you to really, like I say, blank slate your mind and come at this from, yeah, just like a place of, all right, yeah, let me see what this turkey has to say. Me being the turkey in that scenario. So step number one to uncovering your offering is to ask yourself what's different about you. All right. That was a little bit anticlimactic. I told you there's, you know, take notes, do all this stuff. And then I told you a really stupid question, but it's not stupid. You've got to ask yourself what's different about you. And I'm going to give some qualifiers here. Number two through six are primary qualifiers of this first question. But oftentimes when somebody gets into business, they didn't get into business to answer the question, what's different about me? They got into the business to say, hey, I can help you with something. I can help you train your dog. I can help you heal your dog. I can help you walk your dog. But here's the problem. A lot of people can say that. And so that goes to step number two. So first things first, when you're uncovering your offering, get yourself a blank piece of paper on the top, write uncovering my offering. And question number one is what is different about us? And just start writing down things that are different. You know, And it could be little things like, you know, we're really close to the city center. That's different. And it's better, you know, because people in the city center will have an easier time getting to you. Or, you know, we have this piece of equipment at our veterinarian's office that is unusual. No one has it. It allows us to diagnose things like way better than somebody else. Like that's way different, you know, so that's a big difference. But anyways, so write down all the things that are different about you. Now, as you're crafting your offering, we want to go to number two, which is it cannot be something easy. You know, if... If you're a dog groomer, it's easy to say we're the best dog groomer in town. You know, it's easy to say because like there's no there's no qualifying it. Now maybe you've won that award, like we've won the best dog training company in Utah 8 times as of this recording. It doesn't mean a whole lot to our clients. So we I mean we put it out there as just like proof of how good we are, but that's not why somebody should use us. Because some, you know, some group said we're the best dog training company in Utah. And so it can't be something easy to say. You know, if you say we have the best customer service in our industry, someone else could easily say that because the way that they're measuring it, they have the best customer service. So how are you measuring it? Your offering could be the same or similar to others if it's not something that could easily be said. I mentioned that with equipment earlier. So for example, you know, let's say that you're a veterinarian's office or you're a grooming shop and let's say that there's 20 in town. But only you and one other person, one other business, has this certain diagnostic equipment or this certain de-shedding equipment. Like, it's really unique, and there's only two of you that have it. So it can't be something easy to say, meaning it's something unique to you, although it can be somewhat unique to you if it's unique enough. Does that make sense? Hopefully it does. So, number one, ask yourself what's different. Number two, recognize that it cannot be something easy to say. If it's easy to say, your competitors are probably saying it. And if your competitors are saying it, what are your prospects doing to make the decision? They're going to make the decision based on who's closer and who's cheaper. But remember, we're trying to answer the question of why should somebody drive further and pay more? And so if you're just simply telling people, you know, like, hey, we have better customer service, they don't care, that doesn't mean anything. You've got to have something that you can say that's better, that's not easy to say. So, you've got to think about that and you've got to put some brain energy on that because that might not be an easy thing to answer. Hopefully, it is. Hopefully, you got into business because you're better at something. But, anyways, yeah. So, number two can't be something easy to say. Number three, timelines are great. Let me repeat that timelines are great. So, you know, you remember back in the day when Domino's guaranteed a pizza to your house in 30 minutes or less? It made them explode. They were a tiny, I think they're in Michigan. They were just a one little shop. I think it was bought out by like a, a college kid or a kid fresh out of college. He bought out this one little pizza place in town and, you know, ran it and whatever. And whatever point that they went to, like, 30 minutes or less, you know, they just started exploding. And they became this national chain. Not just based on that, but that was their offering. Hey, guys, here's what's unique about us. And for a long time, that's what was the main thing that was unique about them. And (laughs) the funny thing is they didn't even talk about how good the pizza was. The pizza was at your house in 30 minutes or less because that's a benefit people wanted. Now, here's the thing. The culture shifted. And if you've been paying attention, Domino's in the past, I don't know, I want to say three, four years, something like that, has shifted their offering. They don't even offer 30 minutes or less anymore, although I'm sure it sometimes comes in that fast. That's not even an offering that they have. Now they've gone and said, hey, look at our quality ingredients. Look, we're different because we use quality ingredients. Pizza Hut doesn't, Papa John's doesn't, you know, whatever. We're different because, look, we've got these old Italian recipes, and these guys don't, and it means it tastes better, and it means blah, 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 whatever. And so these guys are, you know, these huge companies understand they constantly have to be looking at what's different and communicating that. And so like I say, timelines can be great and it, it exploded dominoes. Now, how can you do that in a dog-related business? I mean, there's a lot of ways. You know, we've created a program called Transform Your Dog in 60 Days. You know, it's our that's our core dog training program. And so transform your dog isn't very specific. And I'm going to talk about that. Actually, number four, number four is being specific. I'm going to jump ahead of myself. Transforming isn't very specific, but we do that on an individual basis as we talk to people, as we send out emails, stuff like that. But anyways, the timeline is great because people say, hey, in 60 days, I have such and such result, you know, and you could do this in just about any industry. You know, if you're a veterinarian's office, hey, we get it done and, you know, you'll be in our waiting room for 15 minutes or less. And if that's not the case, maybe that's what you should do is is fix that. Get your waiting room system perfect so that people want to use you more than the other guy because they only got two hours off work and they got to make sure they're in and out or whatever. You know, if you're a dog groomer, hey, if you call by this day, you'll get, you know, if you call by 2 p.m., you can get it done today. You know, your grooming done today. You don't need, or whatever the case might be. Now, again, maybe these aren't things that you offer, but maybe they're things that you should consider. Not necessarily what I'm saying, but maybe you should consider putting a timeline on your offering and saying, hey, our offering is great, and it happens in X period of time. People like that. They like knowing. They like having the predictability of knowing when something's going to happen, how it's going to occur, the nuts and bolts behind it, and, and so on and so forth. Let me get into number four. I already kind of prefaced this. I said Be specific. You have to be as specific as possible. Business owners are often afraid to be specific because they think they'll drive away people that it doesn't apply to, or they'll think that people catch them on some little technicality or something like that. You know, so being specific will drive people away. It absolutely will. But in a good way, you know, when you are specific about what you do, you will attract a specific clientele. And so if you're just like, hey, we're the best dog grooming company and we're close to you. You're going to get all sorts of clients. You're going to get great clients. You're going to get crappy clients. When you're specific, that says, Hey, we only do grooming for people who are looking for a groomer that is CPR certified, who knows every single cut out there of every single breed, who will get your dog in and out in two hours or less, who uses this specific system for drying your dog's coat so that it doesn't like strip out all the oils or whatever. You know, I'm just throwing stuff out there. When you're doing, when you're that specific, you will attract people that are like, ooh, that speaks to me. And somebody that it speaks to is going to drive further. They're going to pay more than somebody who's not getting that kind of clear message. And so maybe the specifics of what you do is price based. You know, maybe you're, get your dog trained for $99 a month for a year. You know, maybe it's, uh, $29 a month and you get all your veterinary needs taken care of for a year or whatever, you know, and so be specific what is the problem that you solve? Be very specific about it, about this benefit. You have to. You have to because if not, the customer is left wondering what's different about you and they're not having this conversation of, hey, what's different about this guy? But they've got a specific problem. And if you're not talking about a specific solution, they're kind of just, they're toying around and they're looking at you, looking at the competitors, trying to figure out And maybe they end up with you, and that's where maybe you think that you're doing a good job. But they maybe ended up with you just because you were closer. Or maybe they ended up with you just because they liked you better on the phone. And hey, you know, we'll take revenue as it comes, right, guys? I mean, as as business owners, we'll take that. But we're going to be so much better off and grow better and be happier and have a happier customer base if we can get them to either literally or metaphorically drive further and pay more. Because those are the people who know exactly what's special about you and exactly why they should come to you. Does that make sense? Hopefully it does. All right. I'm going to take a break. We've got two more steps when I come back. These are some pretty important ones. Stay with us. I'm going to come right back.
1: Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. When I adopted her, she was a mess. Scabs. Itching, licking, missing fur, hot spots, a thin, dull coat. So I take the dog to the vet for the standard run-of-the-mill tests and treatments. No results. (laughs) I hear your advertisement on the radio. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. 859-428-1000. So I get the five-pound box of Dynavite and the Licko Chops within a four-week total. Instead of a German Shedder, I have a German Shepherd. Sheba is a 105 lean pounds of shiny, smooth, happy dog for life because she gets fed Dynavite. And the results, they're just incredibly outstanding. And she loves it. When you rescue a dog, you have to do the right thing. You've got to feed them right for life. Do the Dynavite. (gasps) Dynavite for life. 859-428-1000. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com.
0: All right, guys, so we're talking today about your offering. And your offering is the answer to the question why should somebody drive further and pay more to work with you rather than your competitors? And so we're kind of going through this six-step process of determining what the answer is to that question. Now, once you've determined the answer to that question, you've got to implement it. That's a whole other podcast, and that's what I do in my consulting and things like that, is saying, okay, now that we've determined here's our messaging, here's our offering, let's get that out there. We've got to determine it first. I talked earlier in the show about don't do Facebook ads, don't do Google ads, don't do the shiny object stuff until you've done this. And the reason why is, let's say, you know, your offering isn't good and you spend money on Facebook to get people to come see what you're doing and it's not clear how you're different, you could very well lose money. The same with Google ads, things like that. Let's say your offering isn't clear and here's why you're a thousand times better. You're sending people, you're paying to send people to a website or to an offering that sounds the same as everybody else. In fact, there's this exercise that I often do and I recommend you do it with your website. If you went to your website and your competitor's website and you switched the names, so maybe you are ABC Dog Training and you go to XYZ Dog Training's website and you switch the names and it's not that big of a deal, then there's a problem. So what I mean by that is let's say you have a a programs page and they have a programs page and your course page or whatever says puppy training. We train puppies eight weeks to six months old. We train them to sit, lie down, shake, come, roll over. We train them in group classes or whatever. Is there anything unique about that to you? How many dog trainers on the planet? Like you could switch out like tens of thousands of other dog trainers names on that website and it still applies. And think about that with everything. You know, if, if you're a dog walker and the main money page on your website, the main page that draws business is. We offer one walk a day for X dollars, we offer two walks a day for X dollars, or we offer a package for X dollars. Like, so frickin' what? Everybody can say that. Every dog walker can say that. What's unique about you? Why should they care? Why should they bring their dog to you? What's different about you than your competitors? And so if you haven't answered that question to yourself, number one, and then answered that in your media, in your websites, in your brochures, etc. If you haven't answered that question, and then you start spending money on ads to get people. To go see something where that question isn't answered, you're losing money. So this is something that absolutely has to be done first. So we've gone through steps one through four, which is number one, simply ask yourself what's different. Number two, it cannot be something that's easy to say. Number three, timelines are great. Number four, be specific. Number five, are you improving my life? That's a question that needs to be asked and answered. Are you improving my life? So for example, sometimes when I ask a business, like what's different about you? And they say, we won these awards. No one cares. That did, well, they care. Like, you know, people sometimes say, hey, that's great that you won best of state eight times. So, like, people care, but overall, people are not coming to you because you won an award unless you can demonstrate why that award makes you better. Like, hey, we won the award for best customer service because our pet hotel was deemed the cleanest, I mean, most disease free in the entire world or whatever, you know. So maybe the award speaks to a benefit, speaks to how you're improving their life. But really, it doesn't matter that much that you won those awards. Now, definitely use it in your marketing. But when we're talking about your offering, about what's better about you, you have to be talking in terms of what are you doing to improve their life. Like I said, getting cool points from awards doesn't really matter. Doesn't really help the customer at all that you won an award. Maybe, like I say, the reason why you won that award is something that you should be talking about. But just simply the award shouldn't be the answer to the question. Again, use it in your marketing, but don't don't think that's the reason why people should use you. Okay, your offering has to outline a real improvement to their life. All right, last one, number six here. Can you state it easily? This is an important thing to ask yourself. I'm not talking about an elevator pitch, although it could be that. And I'm not talking about a slogan, although it could be that too. But what I'm talking about is when you're trying to communicate to somebody why you're better, why you're different, why they should use you, how hard is it to get out of your mouth? Is it like confusing? Is it, and ask yourself, have you ever had this question and you kind of failed? Like maybe you're talking with somebody at the park and they're like, oh, what do you do? And you're like, I'm a dog trainer. Cool, I need a dog trainer. Tell me, why should I use you instead of somebody else? Like, what, do you have like that answer that could be said really easily and doesn't take like an essay and doesn't take like, well, go watch my videos and that'll show why, you know, or, you know, I have 10 years of experience. Again, 10 years of experience doesn't improve somebody's life. 20 years doesn't improve somebody's life. You know, is it something that you can state easily? Has to be something that you can state easily. Otherwise, you're going to lose people in this process. So let me recap here. Number one, ask yourself what's different about you. Number two, can't be something easy to say. Number three, timelines are great. Number four, be specific about what's better about you. Number five, the things you're specific about, make sure that they are things that improve their life. Not just cool points with awards that you've won and and TV shows that you've been on, but actual ways that you improve their life. And number six, is it something that you can state easily? Now, once you've kind of tooled this and gone through this, the answer to this question needs to be implemented everywhere. Now, again, like I said, this is something that I teach in my consulting and coaching, but this is like 10 different podcasts. Because this should be implemented into your voicemail message. The answer should be. The answer should be implemented into your sales scripting. The answer to these questions should be implemented into your website and the copy that's on your website and onto your brochures and into any advertising that you do. It should be implemented into your customer service. If you have employees, it should be implemented. These are things that they should be implementing such that when customers ask them questions that they could say the same types of things. Now, this is easier said than done. You know, I've got a decent sized company. We've got Close to 20 employees now. And I'm not sitting here on a high horse telling you I'm doing it perfectly. I'm really falling down as far as getting, you know, implementing this with my employees. I think I do a pretty good job on one through six with myself, but I haven't done a great job implementing with my employees. And that's where we're working on right now. We're working to fix that and hopefully we can continue improving that. But the question you need to answer is, well, number one, all of these questions, but number two is how can you start implementing this? How can you start putting this into your website, into your copy, into your phone messages, into into everything that you do so that when somebody has even a little bit of contact with you, it's very clear why they should drive further in order to spend more money to work with you rather than one of their competitors. Awesome. Thanks for listening today. Hopefully, you've got some good ideas out of this for things that you can start doing to change your messaging and change your offering. Please go do listen to all of our other episodes at PetLifeRadio.com. Click on Six Figure Dog Business. And while you're there, listen to all the other great shows because they've got a ton of great shows on PetLifeRadio.com. And then head over to TyTheDogGuy.com and check out and see how I am helping business owners just like you to improve your business, make more money, and enjoy your business a lot more. Thanks for coming. Hope you'll listen to the next one. Talk to you soon.